Good morning. It is, let me see, what day is it? It's Thursday, July 14th. Sorry, I was watching a, a great debate, and it <laughs> Ted Cruz, who I hate, he looks like he's got a swollen tumor on his chin with this horrible beard. Um, but again, his chin kind of sticks out and is swollen and it's, it's, it's kind of like a, a moist lemon. Um, but he was on, he, he gave absolutely no, no, um, I'm not a fan. The guy who takes it, you know, is, is, is ultra, ultra wealthy. And during a crisis where he's the representative of the state, he takes his family to Mexico. Come on. You're going to defend that? You're going to defend that, that that's a guy who actually cares about people, cares about the people he serves, whatever. But he was on um, uh, Squawk Box, and they were talking about oil. And he was uh, blaming, basically saying that, that Biden uh, had this plan for uh, $10 per gallon oil and that he ran on it. And Sorkin was kind of putting him in his place. And even Joe came out and said, you know, Senator, you can't honestly believe that somebody who, you know, in our government and yeah, there's fringes on both sides. And he just wouldn't agree that there were fringes on both sides. Um, uh, but, you know, again, it, I think between Joe and Andrew on CNBC, it was a great debate. It, and, and I like it, you know, again, and, and to the point, I think this is one of the places where you can have um, on, on TV in particular with talking heads, you can have that deba debate and it not get super, super nasty, critical, whatever. Um, you know, I do think that they, they respect each other. And, and, and at the end of the day, you see that on TV. But, you know, on the other channels, you tend to see, um, you know, the nastiness show up. So I thought it was good. You know, again, I'm, um, uh, I drive a, an electric car. Um, I don't necessarily know what the price of oil is, but I do know the tw last 28 days it has come down. Um, and, and I also know that this is a world problem. This isn't just a U.S. problem. Um, even if we were drilling, even if we had the pipelines, even if we had all of that uh, here in this country, we'd still have a huge deficit of oil. Um, you know, again, it's a world problem and, and it's going to get worse. That's why I continue to say, Oil is where you want to invest. Um, was UCO? Let's look at UCO and SCO. Um, and I'm still dealing. I'm going to the Apple store today. But UCO, um, it is trading at $33.94. Again, I think this is the 52-week high is 55.69. I think it's going back to that. <clears throat> Am I going to buy it and hold it? Absolutely not. These are decaying assets. SCO is the same thing. You day trade these. I had a question yesterday about um, uh, DRV and the shorting. Uh, remember, those are hedges, and, and, and you're trying to basically, you know, my goal is to have my long-term portfolio, and on those days where my long-term portfolio may be losing money, I want to make money in my trading portfolio. So if the market's going down and I see that it's going down, what am I doing? Uh, I'm going to try and uh, play the trend. And when you when you trade the trend, and, and it's a big thing in trading, when you trade the trend, if the market is going down that day and you see it going down, you want to trade that trend. It doesn't mean like right now the Dow implied open is 456 down. Do I think that that's going to hold? No. I, I think you've seen in the past few days, you've seen it down in pre-market and you've seen it come back during the day. 
I think that's what we're seeing today. So what would I want to play? Um, I would want to play TQQQ. And TQQQ uh, right now is trading at 24.50. It closed at 25.19. This is another decaying asset. I would not want to necessarily hold this over a weekend, but again, I you know I, I kind of put it in my the back of my hat. The VIX right now is at 27. Um, that is up when you look at Uvixi. Uh, remember yesterday I said buy it under the at the 12 range if you could. It got to um, yesterday 1321. 13's fine. You're at 14 now. So it shot up yesterday at the open and then continued to just come down. I think that's what you're going to see today. It's at 1404, um, but I think you're going to see it start to come down. Hold on one second. Okay, sorry about that. I had to adjust the microphone. For some reason, it was um, making that noise. I heard it in my headphones. I don't know if you're going to hear it on the podcast. But again, I think Uvixi is going to start out at about 14. I think it'll go down to 13. Um, Do you buy it now? I don't know. I mean, maybe you do. Uh, Maybe you uh, look at this one as something that you want to buy in the 13s and get rid of the 14s. Yesterday, we had two um, where I said, hey, you know, buy them at, at this price and, and sell them at this price. Um, well, I should say one. Cleveland Cliffs is down a little bit. This one basically started out at 1480 yesterday at the nine o'clock hour. It got down to 1477. <clears throat> it ran all the way up to 1556. It's a great day. Again, I said buy this in the 14s. I, I think you could trade this one. I think you can hold on to it for earnings. It's down because the market's down. Uh, it's probably going to go back into the 14s today. Um, just so you're aware, the 10-day volume is 19 million. The 90-day volume is 20 million. So you are looking at the volume kind of trading trading off a little bit. Um, this has become not a favorite play just because Commodities are, this is a commodity. Um, let's go to TrendSpider and look at Cleveland Cliffs to see if for some reason we are out. I was doing market scans. I found a couple of scans. There's not a lot um, in the scans that kind of showed up, but we'll go over that in a little bit. Cleveland Cliffs, um, you're still in. It hasn't gotten you out. This MACD's clearly riding the strike line right above it. Your earnings are coming up on... Um, Stop this. Uh, your earnings are coming up on July 21st. So next week. Um, it's a, you know, again, you, I, I think this is an iron ore company. This is uh, something that trades at a low multiple. Um, when I look at the, I, I think I said when I looked at the weekly, um, it's been on a quite a run. It's Kind of touching the 200 day is right at 1345. I think it could go down there. Again, earnings. We had earnings this morning from JP Morgan and Morgan Stanley. Um, let's see, I wrote down notes. Morgan Stanley, it's flat, uh, but but it was down almost 3%. Weak investment banking. Essentially, that means that uh, mergers and things like that are not going through. Uh, JP Morgan down 3%, but it was down 5%. Uh, weak investment banking, and they increased the money they set aside for bad loans. 
um, and they paused all share buybacks. Uh, Jamin Diamond uh, added some super, super bearish comments. Um, not very uh, positive. ConAgra, let's look at ConAgra. Um, they announced good earnings. Uh, CAG is the, uh, the symbol. They were down about, I think, 2% on their guidance. Um, you'd be in the, this is ironic. You'd be in this one from 3216 and it's trading at 35. So this is one leading up to earnings has just had a run. Um, let's look at CAG and active trader pro, uh, because I do think that they were down. Are they down around 33, 34, 66? So it, it's just fallen off a cliff and that's because it was up 10%. Take your 10% and run. I've told people in this market, if you make 10% and this is a stock that you don't want to hold on for a long, long, long time, trade it. Take your 10% and, and, and get out. Maybe you take half of your, uh, your gain and, and take uh, you know, half the lot size that you have off the table if you think it's going to continue to run. Read those charts. I've kind of sent around to a bunch of um, the listeners now, if, and if you have any questions about where to learn for this stuff, just let me know. I'm happy to send you some, some information. Um, inflation yesterday, you know, again, there's two kind of, there's, there's two thought processes that go on. Inflation was the highest it's been since 1980 after Jimmy Carter, uh, where he also had a gas crisis. Um, so it's the highest it's been since then. Now. Uh, where do you see good things in the economy? Do you see rents coming down? No. Do you see uh, um, uh, gas prices coming down? Yes. Other commodity prices, they're coming down. So that's usually the start of inflation kind of going <clears throat> down. And you did have a peak in June of that. So kind of, again, these are, these are looking backwards kind of things. Um, looking forwards, you do see after those readings were taken, you do see things coming down. So prices, you know, food prices, we have tons of wheat in this country. We have tons of corn in this country. We have tons of pretty much all food. Uh, it's been a bumper crop. If you don't have a lawn, again, I'm in Georgia. I know in New Jersey, they're having a drought. I'm in Georgia. Um, I... <laughs> I had army worms last year eat my lawn, um, and the lawn was completely dead. And nothing more than a suburban guy here talking about lawn cutting. But, oh, my God, I cut the lawn yesterday, and it is unbelievable the growth that I'm getting in this lawn. Uh, from afternoon rains that we're having, uh, it's the perfect, perfect amount. So um, I kind of correlate that to, hey, the 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 environment for the crops here in Georgia, you may have a record peach uh, crop. Um, in Florida, I've talked to, to my friends, record orange crop. Um, you know, again, if we continue down this path, it's a good thing. Uh, the, so the question is, okay, what does the Fed do with that high inflation number in June? Well, in two weeks, they're going to meet. The, the, immediately what happened yesterday when the number came out was, the assumption that there will be a full point rate increase, which hasn't been done since Volcker did it, um, a full point rate increase is about an 80% likelihood. Um, and that's to get 
inflation down. Now, what happens um, next next month when the 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 inflation number comes out, and maybe it's eight um, percent instead of nine percent? Well, it's down. Does that let the gas off? No. The, the, the Fed wants it at 2%. So you're going to continue to see these rate increases. And then as, as those rate increases go, bond rates go up. The assumption from Fidelity, I told you about my meeting with Fidelity, the assumption from Fidelity is that those bond rates will continue to go up. So that's macroeconomics, macro. Hey, where can we expect the market to go? Um, as the rates go up, you can expect the market to contract. So those multiples contract, um, stocks that have been hit like Apple and, and, and Google and, and Netflix and, and, and Facebook, all of those multiples have been brought in. They might not have been brought in to, as much as the market would like. So where do you go with that? Well, you, you kind of trade around it again in your long portfolio when you're down, um, you want to make money in your 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 trading portfolio, and you want to make sure that that you have proper uh, you know price points. So, for instance, my Apple, where I'm not selling Apple ever <laughs> um, until I absolutely 100% need the money. Um, I consider that my savings account. A large portion of my um, what I would have in the bank um, is in Apple, and then just don't sell it. I sell other stuff where it's down. So. Um, in that case, I probably am not managing my portfolio effectively. I know that. I, I can sleep at night knowing that. I don't want to miss out on the 140 to 180 uh, point gain in this one. Will I take some off the table when it gets up to 180? Yeah, because this is the longest drawdown I've seen in Apple since um, 2018. And in 2018, I kicked myself. Um, it was about a three-month drawdown in that one. This has been about a six-month drawdown in Apple. So. Uh, but it hasn't been as 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 violent as 2018 was. Um, but you want to manage your portfolio. So before I get on a long rant, let's kind of go over stocks. Tesla under 700 yesterday, and it shot up to about, um, let's see, what was the day's range? 720. Uh, it's back under 700. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, it closed at 699. It was after hours where it shot up. Um uh, Truist upgraded them to a $1,000 price target and a buy. Uh, what happened yesterday, and part of the reason it's probably down um, uh, from the after hours, again, it went ran up yesterday to about 7.30 in the after hours. Um, I'm sorry, it was 7 7.19 is where the, uh, the day range was yesterday. Uh, 7.19 was high. Um, and it kind of went around there, but then late in the day, the head of their AI department kind of resigned. So my assumption is Elon kind of took this over, and that guy was probably part of the cuts. He had been on a sabbatical anyway. So, um, you know, again, kind of Tesla under 700, buy it over 700, you sell it whenever you're comfortable. That's Tesla. Um, JP Morgan earnings, Qualcomm, interesting one yesterday. I saw Qualcomm was way up, um, 134, I think. Yeah, they're trading at 135. Um, this is one, again, the, the PE is 13, and every other PE is in the 20s for chips. Um, this is one where Apple is kind of renegotiating with them for their uh, the chips, the 5G chips, because Apple was not able to do 5G chips. So Qualcomm will be making those chips. 
Uh, we've had a long time standing. I shouldn't say long time, but it's been about a week. Um, cross up July 6th, uh, 126. You're at 135 right now. So you're close to your 10%. Close. Uh, but the MACD, I would not buy this one right now. The MACD is uh, kind of up there. It doesn't look like it's crossing down. Looks like it will continue to go up. But uh, the RSI is at 59. So I, if you were looking at this one, I'd kind of hold off on it. But I do like it. And, and if you wanted to buy it for long term here, I don't think that would be a bad thing. Uh, one of the uh, traders yesterday said, hey, GLD, um, the Spider Gold Trust, might be a good uh, buy. Now, this is interesting because this is one where the algorithm uh, actually does worse on a losing percentage. Um, and it's a gold trust, so it trades right along with gold. Uh, but GLD is one that people have fled to for safety. It has been anything but safe. Uh, gold is a commodity. Get Make no mistake about it. The RSI is at 29. And the MACD is about to cross over. So um, the last one, two, the last two have been losses. The one before that was a 1% gain. And then you had one, two, three, four, four for losses. Here's the average win, 2.49%. The average loss is 1.53. So I don't know that I'd necessarily go in this one for a hedge. I don't know, you know, again, if, if you're looking for something, I'd probably go into treasury bonds, to be honest with you, the TLT. Um, this is the long-term treasury bonds. Uh, the algorithm loses you 20% versus the buy and hold loses you 30%. We just had a MACD cross up on this one at 116. Just alert, alert, 116. The problem is the average win on this one is only 1.73%. So you're really not doing much by buying the TLT. Um, just kind of my thought. Twitter, uh, they're suing Elon Musk. This has been going up. If you didn't know, Twitter was down. I've tried to log into Twitter before doing this podcast and the Twitter service wouldn't let me log in. Tried the mobile app and it actually um, wouldn't reload tweets. It did have a MACD cross up yesterday. So at 930, we should, nope, hasn't touched it yet. Uh, I would say, you know, you, you'll probably get a chance to buy this in 34 range if you wanted to. 36 might be a little too rich. They're suing Elon. The assumption is that this is going to, by the way, the performance chart on this one, the algorithm makes you 73%. The um, buying and holding only makes you 4%. The average win on this one, 15%. But that's heavily influenced by um, back in March where Elon announced that he was buying this. There was a huge win of uh, 40%. Yeah. So <clears throat> you've got an opportunity on Twitter, I think, um, if you wanted to actually play this one. Another one that I saw yesterday was UUP. Um, and it, it, it's, it's basically a bullish fund um, on the dollar. And I don't know how this one works, but it was interesting to me because um, the algorithm makes you 9% the buying and holding makes you 10%. And again, this is kind of a, a it trades along the US dollar um, and it's a bullish fund. The average win is 2% though. The average loss is 
I don't know that I'd necessarily go in this one thinking, okay, I'm going to make a lot of money, but you know, the, the buy on this one was June 2nd, 27, 27, 29. And it's trading at 28 today. So you have made your money. There's a couple gaps up here that would worry me around 2811 to 2850. <clears throat> Those are two gaps. The, 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 the RSI, I wouldn't buy it right now. The, but if you want to check it out, it just kind of caught my eye yesterday. Um, SPXU, I think these are, you know, again, these are tools to try and um, help you make money on these days where your portfolio is down. SPXU had a cross up yesterday in the afternoon, 1966. It's at 1994. I think you could buy this under 20, sell it over 20 today. Um, it's a nice little profit. You know, if you wanted to make some money, scalp it under night, under 20, buy it over 20, sell it. It's getting back to 20 at some point in time. Maybe not today, but you can certainly hold on to that one. Uh, SQQQ, um, I, I don't necessarily trade this one. I trade the, you did have a cross up yesterday, 54.27, you're at 55.11 today. Um, I would probably tell you to buy TQQQ. Um, the, the market in the pre-market is so far down right now. It is hugely down. Um, I think you're going to see a, a, a comeback. Again, the, the financials just had a bad earnings, and they're bringing everything down. Um, they're, they're super, super bearish. Um, but TQQQ, if SQQQ had a cross-up, there's no way TQQ had a cross-up. And I typically don't use the algorithm to trade these. Uh, ironically, you were out yesterday on TQQQ. Remember we had a July for, uh, 5th buy-in. You got out yesterday with a 7% gain. Probably would have gotten out you earlier. Uh, I've been kind of saying, hey, you know, it's on the downward trend, blah, blah, blah. But you did get out yesterday with a 7% gain on TQQQ. Um, let's look at Boyle because natural gas. Did Boyle have a cross-up? They had a cross-up before. Yeah, they had the cross-up um, here on July 7th at 44.70 or at 55. Eh, it's a good day. Good day to be uh, in Boyle. Uh, I've been looking at App Harvest. I want to see if it has that cross down. Um, just for la la. Doesn't have the cross down yet. So, but you know, it's coming. It's at 387. Um, again, it's kind of touching that 200 day on a four hour chart. But that 298 buy in back on J June 15th, fantastic buy in. Uh, I don't know that I'd hold it all the way until earnings, but I think you can probably get this. Um, I would say around 297, 298. Um, I think there's a, a shelf here at about 315. But I think that 298 is definitely a support level. If it touches down there, I'd probably put the money that you took off the table back into it. Um, if it gets there before earnings, we have earnings that are coming up August 9th. Um, if you didn't watch uh, Zip Trader Charlie's video last night on inflation, he's really good. He bashes the Biden administration, um, rightfully so. I think he's slightly wrong about inflation. Um, I think food prices and oil will continue to go down. He somehow thinks that um, <clears throat> they will continue to go up. I think oil is the one where I think you see some shock to the system when the Russian uh, uh, back in December. 
But I think from now until December, I think oil probably will go down. Again, that doesn't mean I'm getting out of the oil stocks. I think these guys are going to um, blow the roof off the earnings. I'm holding my Occidental. I'm holding my Devon. I'm holding my Exxon. And I'm holding my MPLX. I'm assuming special dividends. You know, that's kind of where I'm at on that one. Um, ConAgra. Oh, Netflix. Well, yeah, Charlie's video. Um, the issue is really rent and other sticky inflation ingredients. That's where I think um, Charlie's wrong. Charlie thinks everything's going to continue to go uh, as far as commodities go down. I think the the big parts of inflation, which are rent and uh, wages, I think those portions are sticky. I think they stay around. That's where flag stagflation is possible. Stagflation is not something we want. It's something that, hey, everybody's been saying it's going to come. That's what happened when Volcker had to shock the system. Uh, Jay Powell hopefully doesn't have to shock the system. There's no necessarily soft landing. Um, I tend to think he's going to be way more aggressive than need to be, and we're going to be pushed into a recession, but Fidelity doesn't think a recession happens because of the um, the employment market. So uh, one thing we've been talking about, Netflix. Netflix today signed a deal with Microsoft on ad insertion. And there's this big thing about Netflix doing ads and getting additional revenue. You had a cross down on Netflix. I wouldn't buy it right here. Their earnings are coming up next week on July 19th. Um, here's my thought on Netflix. I think what they're going to do with ads is I pay 15 bucks a month right now. I think they're going to insert ads on that platform. And if you want ad, if you don't want ads, they're going to charge you two dollars more. Uh, that way, they have a base of customers that they don't have to build the ad-based subscription model. Um, they basically will roll everybody into the ad-based model, and if you don't want it, you can upgrade. I think that's probably what's going to happen. Uh, Hulu is a great example right now. Seventy percent of Hulu subs are ad-based. Um, and they don't mind it. There's a lot of good things that you can do with uh, ads. And Hulu does a great job I'm on the ad-based system. Um, I'm password sharing, by the way. Um, but I think that's where Netflix gets it. So Netflix there, you know, there are millions of su subscribers. They get great ad rates. Huge influx of cash into this business. Now, uh, Netflix, you have to know, is still expensive here. Let's look. Um, their PE is 16, and their forward PE is 14. So it's not super expensive, but they're not growing subs. And that's what the street boasts them on. Uh, it rates them on growing subs. This is a super, super, if you look at the trend on uh, Finviz, oh my God, the trend lines that are drawn here, just downward, downward. Um, as far as uh, earning, you know, we had jobless claims come in at uh, 9,000 up, which is good news for, again, inflation, killing the job market. It's kind of part of killing the economy. Uh, housing and auto buyers, by the way, yesterday we saw that. Um, they are holding off. And with housing holding off, um, DRV is your play. Uh, again, think of, you know, talk to your friends. Are they buying houses now? Um, DRV was a buy at 48.60. It's at 50, $50 and seven cents. I think that's a 5% gain. Um, you're halfway there. You're halfway there. 
still looks strong. Still looks like it's going up. So DRV is is your play here. Um, I I I, li- I still like it here. So um, I posted on Twitter, which I don't know if you can get on. Let me see if I can get on right now. Sign in. Uh, ooh, it's letting me in. Okay, Twitter's back up. Twitter's back up. Just so you guys know, <clears throat> Twitter's back up. But I posted this on Twitter. Um, uh, and maybe it was just me. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was just me. Who knows? Um, but I posted this on Twitter. It is from Stock Market News, uh, M-K-T-N-E-W-Z. Uh, notable 52-week lows at some point in the trading session yesterday. And I wanted to go over this. Accenture. Uh, ACN, let's look at them in the algorithm. Uh, if they hit 52 week lows and they turned around, you might have a, a MACD yesterday. You got out of ACN. This is Accenture. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of, of all these. Um, Bank of America is one. Their earnings are coming up. Uh, not BAC, BAC. VAC is a uh, Marriott Vacations but I just can't type. And again, I'm working on my laptop, so give me a break here. Uh, Give me some type of leeway. Bank of America at $30.84. And remember, I like this one at, I told you, anything under 40. Um, July 15th is their earnings. They're going to probably dip down even more. You you are in this at $31.65. I don't know. This one's kind of, again, the performance chart of the algorithm, you make 40% on this. The Buying and holding gets you 29%. The average win is 8%. So it's right up there in, hey, I like it. Um, you did make um, a profit <clears throat> on one of the last three. Two of the last three you lost. Um, this RSI is at 38. It's not super oversold. You're in kind of no, land, no man's land and the MACD is crossing down. Not sure I like this. Um, booking.com, uh, booking holdings company, they hit a 52 week low. Um, you're in this one at 1790, but it's 70 trading at 1737. The RSI is at 36, <clears throat> completely oversold. Um, not sure I particularly like that one. Citibank, which is just a broken bank. Um, I'd like this one all the way down, but you'd be out. So MACD crossed down. And the earnings are coming up tomorrow. I don't think there's any reason for you to get into this one, but they did hit a 52-week low. Credit Suisse, again, there's a kind of a, a, a theme here. There's um, banking. Credit Suisse, uh, you'd be out as of yesterday. That RSI is down at 42. So it's not, it's again, in no man's land. Um, oh, wait, that wasn't Credit Suisse. That was just S. Um, that was sent. Sentinel one, uh, credit suite is still financials. Your RSI is at 30, 31. You'd be in this one at about $6. Let me see. I've got to shrink this up. Um, five eh, nothing that I would kind of get excited over again. Um, let's go to Caesars. Caesars is part of this Macau situation. It's just gambling has been taken down. Um, it's at 38.14. You'd be out of it. Their earnings are coming up on August 2nd. I don't think there's any reason to get into this one. 
Um, I think you would get into Wynn rather than Caesars. Um, Deutsche Bank, DB. Um, let's see, Deutsche Bank, you'd be in this one. But that, that the RSI is at 30. Again, do you want to get into financials? You'd be in this one at 804. It's at 781 right now. It's getting taken down. I don't know. Disney hit a 52-week low at some point yesterday. <clears throat> I love this company. I, at some point, this company is going to turn around, um, but you'd be out of this one. That RSI is just, it's at 38, but the MACD's crossing down. Their earnings are coming up on August 10th, my birthday. Tip me for, your for my birthday. Dow Chemicals, D-A-O-W. Um, and by the way, I'm only in the D's. D-O-W, uh, you're down. You'd be out. There's no way. I wouldn't buy this one. Nope, commodities. Again, that's like Freeport McNamara, which, by the way, is the next one, Freeport McNamara, FCX. Um, I, I know I said at some point this thing's going to turn around, but this is in the commodity space. It's getting killed. $29 you were in, and you're still in at 26 Their ex-dividend date is today. Um, their earnings are coming up July 20th. I don't see any reason to be in this one. Um, let's see. Uh, Barrick Gold, again, a commodity. G-O-L-D. Um, these are gold miners, I believe. Um, I think that's what it is. You'd be out. The RSI is at 30. Does it go lower? Probably. Uh, HubSpot, H-U-B-S. Rather than go over all these, I'm just going to pick out. I don't see any of these. The only one, um, HubSpot, you'd be out. I mean, this is in a free fall. There's no way. I wouldn't get into this one. Uh, the only reason to get into this one is when the MACD crosses up because the RSI is at 30. But your average win is 11%. Your average loss is 6%. Um, your performance on the algorithm is 12%. Buying and holding, you made 29%. So that just means there's huge gaps up in this one that maybe you missed some of it or huge gaps. Um, the only one that I actually like is Illumina. I believe this is the company that ARC used to hold and got out of. Um, but that, no. No, MACD's crossed down. It just crossed down yesterday afternoon. The RSI is at 32. Their earnings are coming up August 5th, August 4th. August 4th, huge volume shelves right here between 144 and one, well, I'm sorry, 182 and 195. Not enough upward kind of, you know, movement. I, there's no way. So what am I trading today? I am trading TQQQ. I think TQQQ is the one that you want. Um, we got out of it yesterday on a MACD cross down on the algorithm. And the MACD cross down made us 7%. Um, so it doesn't have a MACD cross up. SQQ has a MACD cross up. But here's my thought on this one. I think we're, we're seeing a down day today to start. But I think you'll start to move up. And again, I say that and boom, I'm going to be wrong. This is just a feeling that I have. TQQ is trading at 2454 uh, market's about to open. It's just about 928 right now. Um, I think TQQ, if you can get this it, below 2450, I think you'd be happy with that. 
in at least a few days' time. Uh, that's my thought. Uvixi is another one. I think today, that one, if you could get this in the 13 range, again, I think that VIX wants to go to um, up to 30. It's at 28 right now. And Uvixi closed at 1339. It's up at 14. I think if you could get this with a 13 handle, I think within days, you probably could sell this for about 14 and change. So, um, you know, it's not about hitting it out of the park in this market. This market is super, super um, just unpredictable. It's trading on every little piece of news. And today's news are the financials. The financials earnings were just bad. Um, you look at NVIDIA. NVIDIA's trading 151. Just opened up. 151 is where NVIDIA's trading. You know, again, if you can get this in with a 140 handle, I think you're golden. Uh, it's it's capitulating right here. Let's see. Let's look at Nvidia on the algorithm. But I am trading TQQQ today if I get a good price and I see some confirmation. Um, and again, if you want to see confirmation and 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 how I do day trading, Zip Trader Charlie has a university. TrendSpider has a university. I that's how I learned. Um, yeah, you'd still be in ironically. NVIDIA has a buy-in here at 157, and you're trading at 151. The MACD is kind of hovering around the strike line. Um, their earnings are coming up August 17th, so you have quite a while. I think this one tr starts to trend up to the 190s um, as earnings comes in. So it's just my guess. By the way, Tesla's over 700 again. So... If you got it under 600, great. You weren't listening to me because I haven't posted this yet. But that's my thought. Microsoft at 250, God, load up. Load up on Microsoft. Google. Let's see if Google, I know they haven't had a cross up. But would you still be in? And it's G-O-O-G. I got my parents in. I think around 2100. Um, it was right at the low here. Yeah, about 2150. I, I probably got them in at. You'd still be in on Google, even though the buy, it was July 6th. The uh, MACD crossed up uh, at 2290, and you're trading at 2212 right now. I mean, come on. 2200 for Google? Maybe they pause their buyback. There's no way they pause their buy. You're crazy. They did their, their splits coming up July 18th, 24 one, get it before that. You're going to see a pop in this one. When that split happens, retail's coming in, they're going to trade these options like crazy when it goes down there. So, uh, again, mind you, 2200 is where I would probably buy Google. Let me write that in my thing. Um, hundred G O O G. Okay, two cross-ups we had, Hess, oil business, HES. Um, we had a cross-up, and these are the only two cross-ups I'm bringing to you today. Um, Hess, we had a cross-up earlier. Uh, I think it was a few days ago, but we got out of that for a loss, like literally right away. Um, 95, 90, 95, 95, 95. It's trading at 92 right now. Again, oil's going down. These guys have their earnings coming up on July 26th. If you don't think these, these guys are going to 
post some type of record profit, um, you know, and go back up to the 114s. As oil starts to record their profits, it's going to be crazy. Um, but 95.95 is the cross-up. The other one is Clorox. Clorox is with the new wave of infections coming up. I think Clorox probably, I think they're considered a commodity now, but you've seen quite a run-up here Ooh, in Clorox. Um, ironically, you had a buy-in here June 21st at 125 on Clorox. You're at 146. Huge run-up. Their ex-dividend date is coming up July 26th. Their earnings are on August 3rd. Clorox, big move on that one. Wow. MACD crossed up again, even with the RSI uh, up at 60. Wouldn't necessarily buy in this one, but I like it. I like Clorox. Um, speaking of uh, COVID, Moderna. Let's just take a look at Moderna. This is my favorite one to play in the COVID space. Um, it's been going down. Um, did you get out of it yet? No. The nine day still above the 21. We had a MACD cross down on this one. I would probably, if you're in this one, I've been recommending it since 132. If you're in this, sell it. Sell it at 160s. Um, get out. I think it's coming down. Um, I think you're going to get this in the 140s again. Specifically, I think probably about one... 142 looks like where it's probably going to trade to. Um, but again, Moderna, good one. Okay, I've, got, I've rambled on long enough. Market's open. Enjoy your day. Have fun. Hit me up on Twitter. Hit me up on Instagram. Whatever you want, I'm here for you. Thanks. Have fun.